Hello, and welcome to the Step Back. We will cover many things today, but today we'll start with the Lakers. They have lost four straight without AD, and they've lost to the Nets, to the Nets, Heat, Wizards, and Jazz. All right, it, it's good to see that LeBron isn't getting it. Didn't get that. Only got twenty eight minutes in the Jazz game, because in the other games, like in the Wizards game, he got he had a forty three minutes, and in the Heat game, he got thirty seven minutes. He, so it's good to see him get rest, especially in a blowout like the Jazz game. And the Lakers, they they should. Eventually go back to form once AD comes back. But for now, they could, they are in the risk of losing a few games next. They have the Trailblazers, Warriors, Suns. And then you get, they get the Kings and the Pacers and then the Warriors again. So yeah. Next we have the Miami Heat. They, have won, well, six straight. <laughs> and if you look at how they started the season, it's just, I mean, they, they've they've started to turn it around now. And I'll quickly go over each game they've won. They beat the Kings, and it was really just a full team effort there and a great shooting night for the team. And the Lakers game was also another Another uh, full team effort. Thunder, uh, just good shooting, and everybody did their job, did what they're supposed to do. Raptors game, Jimmy Butler, you know, he started to heat it up. He's starting to get some points. You know, he got a good night, all right? The Jazz game, Butler had 33 points, and as a team, the Heat shot better than the Jazz. And in the Hawks game, um, they they won comfortably without Jimmy Butler, and Kendrick Nunn is popping off in the six-game win streak. He has been putting up good scoring numbers after his lackluster start to the season, and hopefully this will be the start of a new beginning for him this season anyways i'm sure most of you guys have heard the news uh, like a week ago or two um the new ea college football sports game was announced so um but northern dame and northwestern have both opted out of the game until the nil rules are finalized and basically, that means they won't won't let they won't do that unless until players are able to who profit off their name and likeness. So that's what the name that's what the nail rules are, profiting off their name and likeness. So yeah, and. I mean, I've always thought that students, I mean, student student athletes should always have been able to profit off their name of likeness because 
Like the fact that they're not even getting any money from playing is crazy. So being able to profit off their name and likeness will probably be something. And yeah. Well, next we are going to go over 12 different quarterbacks who are in question and have questions about their future. First, we'll start off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Chances are he could be replaced. He's an injury magnet. And it's just like the 49ers were in talks for Teddy Bridgewater. Er, but they said they were going to work as a backup role because Jimmy G, even I think Jimmy G is not as better than Teddy Bridgewater. But um, but since he has such so many injury problems, Teddy Bridgewater could become a good backup. And if he improves, could become the starter. Um, uh... Next, we have Gardner Minshew, who is 99.999%. He's he's, going to get replaced. He's going to get replaced. All right. And I don't think he's good enough to be a starter, but to maybe it's probably be a competent backup. Could be another person that the 49ers go after to back up Jimmy G. Right, Minshew. And with most likely Trevor Lawrence coming into Jacksonville next year, I'm excited to see what's going to happen over in Jacksonville, even if uh, Gardner Minshew isn't going to be a part of that. And next we have, we're going to go over, Dak Prescott. Prescott, who has a lot of contract problems, For the past two years, he's been tagged, and there's a chance that he could be tagged again. I'm sure he wants a full, a uh, multi-year deal. Well, even after, I mean, he had had the ankle injury, so, I mean, that could ruin his contract value a bit, but I think, like, knowing how hard it is to find a franchise quarterback... There's no reason why the Cowboys would want to move on from Dak. Next is Russell Wilson. He, there's some trade rumors going around him. Uh, First of all, he apparently stormed out of the meeting room after the Seahawks did not listen to his ideas to change the offense. And also, he's not happy with his protection. He, he, He says that he isn't particularly wanting to get traded, but um, his agent told the Seahawks GM that if he was to be traded, he would go to either the Raiders, the Bears, the Cowboys, or the Saints. I'll tell you this now. Cowboys are going to re-sign Dak. At least that's what I think they will do. So I think the Cowboys are out of the question there unless there's a Dak Prescott trade within that. And the um, the Bears, they they the Bears. There's nothing. There's doesn't get much worse than the Bears' offensive line, and so I don't I don't understand him wanting to go there. Raiders and Saints have good O lines. 
Raiders have good weapons. Saints have Michael Thomas and everyone else. And next, we have Marcus Mariota. Mariota, who has some rumors to go to the New England Patriots. Those rumors have recently died down. But he's still good enough to be a starting quarterback. And I could see him, like, in New England or basically just anywhere that needs a good enough starting quarterback and like there's plenty of places that have the weapons to support him with offensive lines wide receivers tight ends running backs like the the 49ers that's the i think the third time i've brought him up 49ers are everywhere trying to get any qb they can that's better than jimmy g just any any quarterback that's it doesn't get as injured as Jimmy G. Anyways, we'll move on to Sean Watson, who has been a part of a lot of trade rumors and has basically speculations to go to any team that doesn't have a quarterback as good as Deshaun Watson. So just yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if you do, if you don't have a good enough quarterback, try a trade for Deshaun Watson. But the Texans, all right, they have hung up on teams trying to call them for about Deshaun Watson, and sometimes they just tell them to leave a voicemail about Deshaun Watson. That's how stingy they are on Deshaun Watson. They want to keep him, and like if anybody even brings up Deshaun Watson. Oof, just no, they're they're not, they're just hung up, just gone, no chance, over. Next, we'll go to Alex Smith, who will get released by the Washington football team. There, at this point, there's no doubt about it. He will get released. I mean, he hasn't gotten released yet, but he will. And Washington did sign Taylor Heineke to that deal, so maybe, just maybe, Taylor Heineke replaces Alex Smith. But I I think the football team is going to look for a better quarterback than both of them. And, I mean... For all we know, Taylor Heineke could be the next GOAT, but, but, um, yeah, I think they just want to get someone better, someone that can get them past the hump for as well, and as good as Alex Smith has been, nah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be there, and apparently also the Bears are potentially going to sign Alex Smith, so look out for that in two weeks when free agency starts. Next, we have Sam Darnold, who is going to get replaced, most likely, unless um, 
Robert Sala really likes him and sees his potential and wants to mold him. They could get, like, they could pick Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase with that pick instead, but, like, most likely they'll pick Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. It's just, yeah. I mean, honestly, if they feel like they can develop Sam Darnold, um, like, I definitely see them getting either, like, Jamar Chase, Penny Sewell, maybe even Devonta Smith. Just all of those players are chances, but most likely Sam Darnold is replaced. And welcome Zach and welcome to Zach Wilson or Justin Fields era. I don't even <laughs> the ne- the next the next one is Cam Newton. He he's he's a he's a shell of his former MVP self. But, like, again, maybe it's just COVID. Maybe COVID was ruined him. But I could see him going to the team. Maybe the Patriots resign him and get him to be. I mean, not resign him. Don't cut him. And yeah, resign him and make him their starting QB next season. But uh, I don't really see that happening. I definitely see the Patriots going after one of the bigger name guys in free agency or trading for one of them. And I doubt that the Patriots want to go into rebuild mode anytime soon. They have plenty of cap space, though, so they could definitely make a move. And if they feel like it's the pieces around Cam, dude, and, well, yeah, that is true because, like, I guess, doesn't have the greatest receivers. Doesn't. I mean, he has a good all line. Receivers are mostly the biggest problem. But Cam Newton really could go anywhere, whether it's being a starter or a backup. It's really just a matter of time until we see where he goes. And just be on the lookout in two weeks. Next, we'll have Ty Bridgewater, who I did mention earlier that the 49ers did call the Panthers about Ty B and about if he, if they could get him, right? Teddy Bridgewater could become the Niners' next um, backup QB. And he's just, I mean, he, he's definitely a competent enough quarterback to be a starter. I. It's prob, but it's just also Pittsburgh is there because I'll tell you Ben Roethlisberger is not better than Teddy Bridgewater at least right now he isn't and Bridgewater who is also probably a better option for their future and if they really think they're gonna win now Bridgewater is just the better choice. For the Steelers. And the Niners who have been early about this. Niners could be one of the teams early to try to go get him. But I think he will go. My prediction is going to go to the Steelers. And be that guy who starts. But I, I just want Teddy Bridgewater. Hopefully he can go to a good team. 
I don't know. I just, I just want him to win a ring because Teddy Bridgewater, I guess, is a feel-good story. Comes back from that injury, and he's like, sort of good. And while staying on the topic of the Pittsburgh Steelers, we go to Big Ben Roethlisberger, who, at the very least, at least late in the season, has been bad. Just bad. I would say he's a bottom 10 starting quarterback. And, I mean, the Steelers are actually looking to just resign to keep him. And, I mean, he, he still has that huge contract. I don't really understand why they want to keep him, especially by how well he's playing. Like, there's players like Teddy B, Jimmy G, Minshew, Mariota, Alex Smith, Sam Darnold. Cam Noon, who all could be better than Big Ben. And while those some of those are debatable, it's going to be easier for the Steelers to move on from Big Ben. And Big Ben, I honestly can't see a team who really would want him. So maybe, maybe he just retires. I don't know, man. It's he could go anywhere, but like it's either the Steelers or retirement, at least to me. Next is Jameis Winston. Famous Jameis Winston. He's gonna cook up some nice old turnovers. <laughs> For real though, he uh he's probably gotten better behind Drew Brees. And that I don't think it's gonna make a difference. But he has gotten LASIK surgery. So could make a difference. And just he really is like sort of polarizing, but honestly I wanna see him be a starting QB and Saint and Saints probably will resign him. It's probably their top priority free agent at the moment. And because, like, Jameis is the future of the Saints. It's not Taysom Hill. I know the glimpse of Taysom Hill you got. I mean, it, it wasn't that great, though. It's, it's, not, it's not Taysom Hill. Jameis is the future of the Saints. And he should be their top priority free agent. And, he, I mean, but it really is for Jameis. The Saints... Or bust. He either stays with the Saints, become their quarter starting quarterback, or I, I guess just go somewhere, go anywhere. But other than the Saints, there isn't many places that has a quarterback that that isn't at, that is worse than Jameis. That they do that actually has some good weapons for him, good O line and all that. Right? I mean. The Patriots couldn't fix their wide receivers problem. Jameis could become their guy, but really is. Saints are bust for Jameis. And while quarterbacks are a big part of a team, they also need to have a good coach. And this season, here's like there there probably are gonna be few coaches on the hot seat 
So I have um, six of them to go over, and we'll start with John Gruden. And like, oh, you might be thinking, oh, but but the Raiders almost made the playoffs, and John Gruden is well, John Gruden, right? He he's good. Well, the two, well, this season and last season, they both almost made the playoffs, but at the end of the year, they were just. They just fell apart, and this year hasn't helped as they've had one of the worst defenses in the league, and they haven't really made any big impact in the AFC yet. Then these three years, John Gruden has coached. And can't forget about how John Gruden sent away Cleo Mack and Amari Cooper. And those players have become, you know, like Josh Jacobs. Like some good players, right? But... I I, th- I think they would rather have Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper than having Josh Jacobs. I mean, I guess losing Amari Cooper and getting Josh Jacobs with that pick was honestly not that bad. But, because, like, now they have better... I mean, not better. I mean, now they have... Still have weapons, good weapons. And just... Yeah, just John Gruden is on the hot seat. And and next year probably game by game that seat is gonna get warmer. Another coach who could be on the hot seat next year is Vic Fangio. And it this is a bit hard to look at. Like the defense that Vic Fangio has coached with the Broncos, phenomenal. It's amazing. But I know they also had Bradley Chubb and all that, so maybe he got carried by a player's bear, but just great defense. But just, I mean, if you're a head coach, it isn't just about what you coach. And the Broncos team record has been bad. And hopefully the Broncos can have, get a better quarterback than Drew Locke and Hopefully they don't get hit by as many injuries, and hopefully they can be a good team next year. But if they're not, Vic Fangio, he's gone. He's gone, all right? He's just gone. It's over. And he will probably become a D coordinator somewhere, like, immediately because he's still a good coach and all, right? At least as a coordinator, but... If the Broncos don't prove themselves to be good this next year, Vic Fangio, that seat is going to get very warm. Next, we will go down south over to Dallas, Texas, where we can find Mike McCarthy (laughs) being trash. You know, you know when he when I was when he was at the Packers, it was, it was pain to see him fail. And now he's at the Cowboys. It's just funny. It's just funny to me. And if he keeps this this types of stuff up, even with even with Zach, it's he it's 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 over. Just yeah, like in one to two seasons, it's it's gone. It's over. McCarthy's fired. Just, 
moving out, and maybe he never finds a job as a head coach again. Maybe even not as an offensive coordinator. Next, we go up north to Ohio and Zach Taylor. Now, Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor. Two seasons straight. Bad records. Bad team. I mean, you could blame it on Joe Burrow being injured this year, but just... Uh, the fact that he hasn't already been fired is just surprising to me. Like, I know he's supposed to be innovative and all, but he's nothing hes nothing better than just an idiot. <laughs> I don't i don't like that, using that term, but here it sort of makes sense. He's, he's, I don't, I don't think, I mean, hopefully Bengals, whose front office will be able to, now the fire him after if, if he keeps this up, right? If he keeps this up for one more season, he should be gone. And hopefully, Bengals front office is smart enough to do that. Now we only have two more coaches to go through, and we have now Matt Nagy, and. He he's but I I know he won coach year one year right for flipping around the Bears but this offense hasn't been good it's been bad and Matt Nagy's supposed to be an offensive genius right like if right just again if if he if they don't put together. And like now they're gonna use and they're used they've used this year making the playoffs as an excuse not to fire Naki. But he definitely should have been fired. But going in Nate, I mean if if the Bears want anything to change, he will have to be fired. And the Bukaskis have to realize that he has to be fired. Otherwise, nothing's going to change in Chicago. And honestly, I hope nothing changes because I'm a Packers fan. Ha ha ha! Now, this is the last coach we go over. And it is Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer? Who, I, I guess, he has bring... He did bring the Vikings from a terrible... One and six to a mediocre seven and nine. He has to be on the hot seat because he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's raging about how bad their defense is. Just, and if this defense stays this way, I mean, it's a bunch of rookies, right? It's a very young defense. And I don't think Mike Zermer deserves to be fired immediately, but. If he keeps us up for a couple more seasons, things don't change around Minnesota. Gone. It's just snap of finger, bones gone. Just out out of out of a fifty mile vicinity of any Vikings um, infrastructure. Now, 
that's all the coaches. And now it's time to come to our what's going to become our tradition. <laughs> and if you don't already know, we're doing predictions division by division. And last time I did the NFC North because I was a Packers fan. And this time we'll do the AFC North. And now let's start with the Bengals, who I have going 6-10. and 10. Zach Taylor will get fired. At least if the Bengals front office has an IQ higher than three, then Zach Taylor will get fired. And next, I have the Steelers going 8-8. Eight and eight. Because uh, they'll just continue their trend of how well they did at the end of the season. They're frauds! <laughs> Alright, they're just... That 11-0 start was a mirage. Maybe... Maybe some people get fired and all. It's just not going to be a great season for them. They're going to be decent, I guess. They could make the playoffs at A&A, but... I don't see that happening. Next, we go to the Ravens, who I have going 10-6. and six. They, Lamar Jackson will have a good enough season. Just, I, I mean, if they get a receiver for him, he's going to still be a rookie, right? There's no big chance of him breaking out as a rookie. So, that wide receiver... Hopefully they get to be Lamar's number one. Won't make that much an effect until, like, a couple years into the future. But, I mean, unless they sign a guy, right? But I think they'll draft someone. But uh, the defense does well enough. Lamar does well enough. Offense does well enough. And I think J.K. Dobbs has a good breakout year, 1,000 yards. And, yeah, just that. And you might notice that, you know, we're going up by how good they are. And there's one team left. And it's the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and I have them going 12-4. and four. The Browns going 12-4. and four. Oh, how wrong does that sound? I think Baker Mayfield will improve. I think that defense will improve. Their offensive line and Nick Chubb will stay as good as ever. And OBJ will come back. It's just, they're just going to be great. The Browns are going to be a title contender next year. And hopefully... They'll stay title contenders for the next few years. Anyways, that will be it for today on the Step Back. I have to edit and upload this now, so see ya!